Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Now Listen to This, an album review and ranking podcast where three hot piss drinkers deep dive into a different album every episode. At the end, we'll each give the album a score from 1 to 100 and put it into our ranking list to see how it stands up. My name is Brett. With me today, as always, is Nick. Hey, how's it going? And Max. Hello. What up? Today, um, I'd like to go by Mr. Mud today. All right. I like it. If, if, I like that. Yeah. You I've got, got your, my apple juice. You got your gallon jug here. Yep, I've got my gallon jug filled with apple juice. I am ready to drain that. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Fill it back up. Fill it back up. Very cool. Very good. I love it. So what are we talking about today, guys? Today, we are talking about Community Pick. Uh, well, it actually came up in the shuffle, so you can't yell at us. But it was legal. Yeah, it, yeah, was, it was, legal. was a legal thing. Um, but uh, we are talking about the Yellow River Boys album, debut and only album, Urinal Street Station. Uh came out in 2013 so it's 10 years old oh wow 10th anniversary yeah happy birthday urinal street station love it um kind of a country blues rock would uh, would you guys consider this almost a concept album yes i think so i think it could fit as a it doesn't quite tell one story it it, it has more lore than most albums it's got a theme yeah it has more lore than most albums i've ever heard i guess you could call yeah the songs from from track to track there is kind of a through line it's it actually impressive how much they stick to the rules that they've set for themselves. What's interesting, though, is we'll get into it later, but Mr. Mud breaks with the theme that they've established of hot piss for diarrhea. Right. It still is in-universe. Y- yeah. I mean, yes. like, you could see it's it's not a it's not a big jump to make. What I would give for a follow-up focused on it, Mr. I don't know Mud. If we, I, I don't think you can spoilers, do Spoilers, but I don't know if we can, if we, if we need it, a follow-up. I don't think you can get a follow-up to this. It would be the, great. I would like to hear a Mr. Mud. The statement album. was made, you know? Yeah, it's finally an album for us, in all caps, which is what they put in the press release it's for good. the album. <laughs> it's, good to, <laughs> it's good to be proud. It's finally an album for us. <laughs> that was in the press release? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this is going to be hard. So this was uh, <laughs> this is an album by Tim Heidecker. From Tim and Eric. Yeah. No, from Tim and Eric Awesome Show and uh, Tom Goes to the Mayor and lots of other stuff from Adult Swim, mostly. Do you guys have uh, background info on this album? So there is a page. um, Do you have it already, Brett? No. Oh, okay. Let me see if I can find it because I actually found, like, I only found, like, one resource that actually seemed to have um, a lot of the actual uh, names of people. (laughs) <laughs> who played on this oh do they go by pseudonyms on it yeah like there there are some reddit amas where they were going by like you know like bootsy jack or some shit like that and like other <laughs> other character i didn't really go into that but hang on see let me uh here i did i was looking on their band camp they had a limited press vinyl yes there was, of this. yeah see-through yellow yeah i want that so bad doesn't nolan have doesn't nolan own this I'd imagine. i don't know if he does nolan was the one who introduced us to it wasn't he I believe so. I think he was the the one that at least had introduced me to it. Um, well, Nick is looking for this, Brett. Um, small talk. What you been listening to? What have I been listening to? Uh, let me check Spotify. I don't remember. Okay, I've been listening to. I'll plug uh, the new Thy Cat of Falk, uh, excellent avant garde extreme metal, just came out, and the new Godflesh also just came out. That is excellent industrial metal pioneers of the scene. I've heard of that name, Godflesh. They, uh, I'll show it to you later because I think you'd find it uh, interesting. Okay. But I don't think you'd like it. 
but I like it. Gotcha. I've also been listening to this band called Fear of God, who they only had two albums out in the mid-90s. They were fronted by this woman named Don Crosby, who was from a band called Detente. Called what? Detente. Okay. Which was like a, kind of like a heavy punk, like, you know, just like extreme kind of heavy thing. But they had this album called Within the Veil that's like gothic thrash doom. Okay. It's very like Celtic Sounds frosty. Cool. Sure. It's a, it's this very like dark, iconoclastic, oppressive, weird, cool album that I've been listening to a lot. I can recommend a band called Sir Lord Baltimore, album uh, Kingdom Come. Heard of that band. It's like They're, prog rock, right? It's like very, very early heavy metal, like somewhere in between Cream and Black Sabbath. Okay. Um, but it's like 1970 and it's just a good fucking okay. album and there's some cool like mysterious sounding stuff on it. So it was on Rate Your Music that I found actual credits list but the problem is is that it doesn't actually really put what everyone did um it's yeah (laughs) yeah so it's like they're just listed as performers you know but they're actual people like i vetted half this list and i was like okay like does it have the name of the um the backup vocalist the i mean yeah i would assume so yeah there's a couple of uh of of ladies names they call me mr mud yeah (laughs) i would i do real quick just to wrap that up i've decided I'm going to get into Super Tramp. You have to. Oh my I heard, God, you guys all have to. I heard a song from Breakfast in America. That's a, a 10 out of 10 album. And I was no like... No joke. Oh. Listen to that whole I, album. I don't like the new Super Tramp. I got it on cassette if you want it. I Because you've mentioned Super Tramp many times over the years, and I think it's a stupid name, so I never listened to it. Bad name. Um, I don't like the new Super Tramp, though. It doesn't sound like Super Tramp. It doesn't sound like the old Super Tramp. No, it doesn't sound like the old Super Tramp. On Fort, so we make that joke a lot just because it's funny to talk about the new Super Tramp. It was, it was sort of as a joke where you go up to some one of your friends and you'd whisper in their ear, have you heard the new Super Tramp? <laughs> <laughs> Behind them at a record store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Super Tramp is like, very specifically two guys that just fucking hate each other. Really? Like two distinctive singers, lead vocal guys, and like there's no super tramp without one of them and they won't fucking talk to each other. Do the Blue Oyster Cult guys dislike each other? No, they're still banned. No. Well, I meant did they, do they get along? I don't know. I don't really hang out with them much. (laughs) Um, They they are, they do still play music together. Nick, real quick, besides Cynic, what have you been listening to? Um, Black Braid. New album's about to come out. Oh, yeah. Black Parade? Black Parade. Black Parade. Braid. 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 Like, oh, like a hair. hair. <laughs> so you just keep saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Black Braid. Black Braid. Yeah. Black Braid. Black Braid, yeah. The new album comes out uh, next week at the time of this recording, so I'm stoked for it. Cool. Ready to hear it. And the singles are really good. The two singles. Yeah. And this album looks like it's going to be a lot longer. So Yeah, that last one was short, and from that that uh 14 minute song they put out it sounds like my issue with that first one was that the the native folk elements were not incorporated into the the metal they did a little bit but it sounds like it's much more focused on that this time which is what i wanted yeah we'll see what they do this has been weirdly derailed yeah we're getting back to journal street station so uh the album credits again it doesn't say who did what um obviously we know tim heidecker played guitar and did the vocals the lead vocals on i wonder to what extent he plays guitar i know he plays acoustic at least because he i've seen him perform some of these live yeah yeah i've seen him play electric guitar in some videos as well too live um but sometimes he'll like there are certain videos where they do songs from this album and he'll have a guitar and he'll play something i wonder then other times he puts the guitar down and he and he just sings like so it's you know it's a little all over the place i wonder like 
yeah i would just love to know like how much does he actually fucking like rock at the guitar because whoever's some great performing on this album is everyone is good yeah so it, the, the names this, at least this could be a fucking like if leonard skinner released this with different lyrics it'd be a fucking good album oh yeah we'll get into we're gonna do all that especially the idea that you could put this on at a family barbecue and nobody will notice, but, <laughs> but uh, play it loud at the McDonald's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so the, all of the performers that are listed in terms of the rate your music credits, um, so Tim Heidecker, obviously Greg Turkington, who we know does the vocals for uh, Mr. Mud, at least, uh-huh. um, uh, Jeff Kirshner, um, who is another name I recognize. I wonder if he's worked with Tim on some other stuff, but anyway, uh, we also got James Valentine, um, Alexander Myers, Alexandria Parker, Claire Cetera, Dan McAllister, Jarrett Portnoy, Kyle Minichelli or Minichelli, and Valerie Nye. Okay. So that's everybody listed at least. Um, but yeah, uh, it, like I said, it doesn't say what they all do individually. Um, uh, the, the information is uh, kind of limited. But I did want to also read something just to preface the entirety of our review here. Um, I have the press release quote as well. If I could read that, go for it. The album for those of us who believe that the human mouth smiles the most when it's being used as a makeshift urinal. Underground leaders, <laughs> underground leaders of the pee freak scene. Your shame no longer has to be private. I love it. They have a uh, little descriptor as well um, under the, I believe, record label. That released this record drag city uh where it says about the product and this is actually uh about their greatest hits that they released which is just the album again um but it says uh the greatest hits of one of the most influential rock bands of the last 30 years speaking for all of us who believe that the human <laughs> mouth smile smiles the prettiest when it's washing down <laughs> yeah. a mug of warm piss the yellow river boys use their god-given musical talents to make their personal choice a matter of universal appeal with golden rock of arrangements great guitar solos and sing-along choruses by the jugful. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, genre tags on here it's, you've it's got like, rock country rock honky tonk piss trucks <laughs> piss <laughs> Yeah, that's the picture that's on Spotify is like, I don't even recognize it. Tim Heinecker is not in the picture. No, I think it's just a picture of like some local band playing. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so how'd you it, come about the, the Yellow River Boys, Nick? Yeah, okay. We'll go into that. Um, I actually learned about them from you, Brett. Um, uh, one night we were talking about Tim Heidecker because Tim Heidecker, I guess, like, okay, like the actual fascination with this came from the fact that. Brett and I got into Tim and Eric around the same time, and we were really late to the party on that. Uh, we had a lot of friends who really dug it. That was the movie that got us. Yeah, yeah the movie, which which uh, no one else saw. Yeah, <laughs> and all the true fans yeah. don't like the movie. They're like, they're, what? <laughs> no one's always like, no one's always like, it's like basic as fuck. There's like a plot, like you know, <laughs> like, like, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that? You're trying to get a, bi- a billion. Gotta dollars. make a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's Tim and Eric's billion movie. Billion, billion dollar, dollar movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really good. Yeah, we thought it was really fucking funny, and so we kind of got into it after that. But it was Brett who found that he did. Uh, Tim Heidecker did an album at one point, and I remember you just reading the song titles, and we were laughing. But I never really listened to it until a couple of years ago. I decided to randomly put it on, and I had like one of the weirdest experiences of my life because I was at work listening to this, and uh, I'll go into that later. But yeah, um, needless to say. It's uh, it's been in constant. It's funny anywhere. I was walking through Walmart listening to this, like, <laughs> not 
I don't know, trying not to fucking crack up. Yeah. My wife and I were pulling up. It never up. gets old. We were pulling up to fucking tractor supply, and I had this blaring, and I was like, this is good for a tractor supply. This feels right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Tim Heidecker has a lot of albums. Yeah. He yeah, he a has lot. a lot of, like, actual serious music as Yeah, well, he does too, a but... mixture of serious and comedy. But Tim, I could never get into Tim and Eric. It, it, something about it just never clicked with me. It's fun just, like, space out TV. Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and very influential. You can see it in anything on, like, adult comedy today. Yeah. Even I Think You Should Leave, like, is, like, is... almost like an extreme version of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What was the sh- What was the Pretty cartoon? Pretty sure he produces partially, doesn't he? He might. Now, uh, what was I thinking of? Tim Heidecker produces, uh, he produces a lot of, of yeah. kind of Yeah, and I mean, he's obviously so. on I Think You Should Leave as well, too. Yeah, but, right. But, uh. What was the show they did? The it was black or white and blue. It, that was goes, Tom goes to the Tom mayor. goes, Tom to, the goes mayor. to the mayor. Yeah, that was the that I remember that before Tim and Eric. Yeah, I, I remember. I was like, it, it's just a weird ass fucking show. That yeah. was like my main exposure to them, and I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, but also I think we were. That was 10. like the most budget ass show. Yeah, we. I mean, that was like middle school, high school. That was some early Adult Swim stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I want to point out that this is an album that Nick loves so much listens to so much that his 11 year old son i've heard him just singing <laughs> lyrics to these songs perfect for an 11 year old boy oh yeah 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 for, we're for a 32 year old man, man. <laughs> yeah um it doesn't discriminate it's for it's for us after all it is for us i don't think our girlfriends like it much <laughs> elena thinks it's funny <laughs> i will say bronwyn she was very resistant the first like you know several hundred spins but like <laughs> but she was like she was basically like like just like just like ah come on no and, and then eventually just singing the songs <laughs> bronwyn I, I i had her listen to it last night with me and she kind of like as it started she was cracking up you know and then she would kind of zone out and just be kind of listening along and then he'd say something absurd and she'd be like oh yeah this is about piss <laughs> that was the moment i remember elena and i listening to it and she was kind of like like you know just just not not focusing but like just kind of in the music and she's listening to the beginning of uh fucking um is what's hot piss drinker (laughs) when she's like at the first line when he's like when i look and she's just like totally normal and then he goes into the toilet and then she goes (laughs) she's like she's like come on (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's this is a really special record i think yeah it's lightning in a bottle it really is and it's the most like if you know anything about Tim Heidecker, it's one of the most Tim Heidecker things to take a not so great joke to the biggest extreme. <laughs> so fucking <laughs> like, sincere. Too. Like he like, fucking like produced an entire album. You That's could, why I told Bron. Like, you could this tell is... he like really knows like Southern rock and blues music. <laughs> yeah, he the music on it goes this... beyond parody. Like where it's like <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> the music is, is the music is is very like generic Southern like country blues rock. But it's so well done. It's really good. These are good songs. Yeah. Um, and they're like diverse. Yeah. They're actually, like, it's a really good set of songs that each one is very different. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, Bronwyn tuned out, and then all of a sudden, you know, he'd say, like, uh, Truck Stop Piss Club, and she'd be like, oh, whoa. Um, this morning, though, I was like, I was like, hey, babe, tonight, would you like to go to a Honky Tonk Piss Club or a Truck Stop Piss Club? And she was like, let's not. <laughs> let's not do that. Ugh. Well, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess we, we talk about the album cover. Yeah, I'll go to the album cover. Um, the album cover is also, it looks like you could pull that off of 
like a shelf of dollar vinyls. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just the the logo's yellow. I love the 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 logo um with the uh the uh yellow stains around <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Feels like an album that's been pissed on. Yeah. That's what they're probably going for. But yeah, and it's just a train, you know, urinal street station. Makes sense. Yeah. So solid album cover. I yeah, it's it. a, again, they said, let's do like a real Southern rock album cover though. Not, not like a P joke, but still a P joke, though. but still a P joke for yeah. sure. And then Metallica was how like, like a, a mature P band would do it. Yeah. But, but Metallica said, Hey, these are P man. Make yeah. this album cover P and blood. Yeah. Yeah. And then they can make the next one come in blood. Nice. Yeah. Weren't they both come in blood though? No, one of them's P one of them's come. I don't think you're right. Look it up right now. No, but, the whole but they're episode. both red, so. It is. It's one's P and one's come. Um, so this is the, oh, this is Brett's part. Track by track? Yes. For this next section, we're going to go uh, break down the album track by track and give our individual thoughts, comments, and critiques on each song. We will also be putting probably a lot of songs into the Hall of Bangers. Yeah, so let's uh, start off with track one, which is a Hot Piss, which is a Stone Cold classic. Uh, all I want to say is I want some hot piss on the tip of my lips. Yeah. It's a classic. Um, I mean, you know, sets the vibe for the whole thing, obviously. I think it's a really solid first introduction to, like, the tone, um, the way the music's going to sound. You kind of get a good a good showcase of Tim's vocals. It's very uh, anthemic. Yeah, you know, there's good guitar work. The piano is very present right at the beginning, too. So, like, you know, you you get that, you know, that vibe of like you know we've talked about the the term southern rock on here before but like uh uh it, it does immediately give you like oh this is the tone they're going for and it's mixed very well as well too um i think the whole album's mixed very this well, album actually, does sound great yeah which is it does yeah i love the line my old lady called me a son of a gun when she <laughs> caught me with the jug in my hand <laughs> <laughs> my old lady called me a son of a gun it also yeah it, it, it Brett's, Brett tried to point that out as well too because this does uh begin um it, with it being the first track they jump straight into the uh the little nuggets of lore that you get throughout the album which are about specific jugs and specific drinks that that uh you know piss pig freaks like to drink apple and, juice is the big one gatorade. apple juice is the big one gatorade sprite sprite yeah, yeah. but he I, does say mountain dew at one point as well too Apple juice is radiator what, water. From um, his grandpa's truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apple juice is what you're supposed to drink um, when you have a uh, like a pee drug test coming up. I think Apple they, juice and cranberry. I think juice. they like. I think he likes it because it looks like pee already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think it makes. Make, I think it makes you pee. I think there's diuretics in apple juice. That makes sense. But um, yeah, this is a good song. It's not my favorite on the album. Yeah, I think it's up there for me. Like I do like it, but it's I really catchy. I almost take it for granted now because I've heard this one so much, you know, like that. It's like it's kind of lost its luster a little bit for me. But like I do think it's it's really good, and it's it, if you if you had to listen to like one song on the album, this one tells you everything you need to fucking know. So for sure, yeah, I love the riff at the end. Hot piss, hot piss. Give me some it's, of that. It's different, kind of different the first and second time. And in the live version, he's always having the crowd do that part. <laughs> like, yeah. I do love it when he goes, give me some of that. That's good stuff. Well, um, can I read the lyrics to the chorus real quick? Yeah, of course. Hot piss on the tip of my lips, dribbling down my chin. Hot piss, nothing's better than this. To waste it, it'd be, waste it, it'd be a sin. It's classic. I just think those are really like kind of the mantra of the album if you will it's very evocative lyrics too you can tell that um 
no matter what he's singing about, he really feels it. He really means it. He's very enthusiastic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell that just the the concept of of hot piss and drinking it is very you know like he feels it. Inside. It feels like he's finally able to get it out. Yeah. It's but, cathartic. Um, it's cathartic uh, nature to his vocal performance. Yeah. I think. But yeah. Well, you guys want to move on to Honky Tonk Piss Club? Yeah. That's the only place for me. Yeah. So this one, uh, you know, picks up the uh, BPM a little bit. Uh, it's like it, it's kind of got this feeling of like you're in it now. Type this of is thing. a hard rocker. Yeah. This is we're getting Molly Hatchet territory here. It is Molly Hatchet territory. Because the a female vocalist is introduced in here again. I don't know which of those performers it is that does that. It might. It's probably different females throughout the album. Honky talk, yeah. But but she she first shows up in this song and uh i really just in general really love the addition of all of the female vocals they're all like really great performers yeah and and it's it's so funny that they're seeing this yeah i i I kept wondering every time i'm like you know obviously like there were a lot of musicians on this as well as we read but like i don't think about that as much where it's like i could kind of view like in my head canon like heidecker greg turkington kind of just like doing most of the instruments you know maybe and like putting together these songs but then the addition of like it's like really high professional level it is it is it is and obviously they didn't play everything i just mean like that's what i can imagine in my head listening to like the first track you know but Mm -hmm. then the addition of another vocalist and and the realism sets in that like they had to get actual musicians and performers in and they're like this is what you have to sing and they're, I, yeah, right. and they're just like they're just like honky tonk piss club okay like you know like it's just it's I, yeah yeah I, it does remind you that like professional musicians still understand comedy and shit even if they're serious about the music yeah and i'm sure that like i'm sure probably everybody who performed on this was already like in heidecker's circle of people or people he knew at least you know or something or like knew about like the idea you know but like yeah. i still like to think of just like someone but, coming in blind just like we need a a backup vocalist a, an outside female vocalist coming in and seeing this is like it is really funny yeah, yeah. it's like it just yeah, i don't know it cracks me up but yeah um this one though yeah i mean i don't have much more to say about it other than just yeah it's kind of a harder rocker uh, you get the cowbell on this one yeah donk 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 this one's got some pretty good organ too yeah dude the organ playing on this album is great yeah the yeah whoever did that the organ and the piano is like my favorite part of the instruments. Uh-huh. They're standouts for sure. Yeah. And the guitar solos in uh, Hot Piss Drinker. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good solos in this. Really quality um, stuff. Let's sure. move on to Slurp It Up. Okay. Uh, right off the bat. This just, might be my favorite. This is the this is the Hall of Bangers for me. I give it instantaneously. easy. This is a Hall of Bangers for this me This is the one well. I've listened to the most. Um, this goes in the uh, Golden Shower of This song is beautiful. It's like it's, it gets it gets emotional. Like it, like I by think the it's end, the most disgusting lyrics. Oh, by sh- by far. So, just for example, I think I think the <laughs> one that we all probably think of. My absolute favorite is just the beginning within the verses of him saying that. Um, uh, how's it start off again? He says, "When I get home, oh yeah, I'm when I get so home, tired. I'm so tired. I want to do just, just as I as please. I please, I so, get and out I got the family, family dog, dog bowl, bowl and I get down on my knees and slurp it up." Yes. And 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 so <laughs> then he says, I slurp up the hot piss that I pissed, that I into, the pissed into the dog bowl. Yeah, it's like it, it's like the fact that they included that in the chorus is dog so fucking. Twice. It's so perfect. I love too in the in the second chorus when he does the dog bowl, but then he changes it to uh, 
to out by the that, piss I, club. that I pissed out by the piss club. <laughs> like it's a, but but yeah, it's like it's so. And then like the ending, there's like this whole like they do this whole break, and it builds back up into this non-ironic like super beautiful thing. The female the, vocal in yeah, the, the back piano doing that so the, fucking good. Ah, like that whole thing and it's like it's it like gets you emotional like it's weird like it's like that's just like it, it what's funny is like this just reminds me of this is just sound cheesy as fuck but it reminds me of just the power of music because it's like you take away the fucking lyrics it's like if i was like if i didn't speak english i'd just be like this is a very emotive like you know emotional song and like it, it, it brings about that feeling it's interesting because i mean these are obviously like well-written songs but they are like i don't know they're by the numbers like southern rock songs yeah, yeah. this is a formula of a song it is and they, i mean you could tell that they spent time putting them together but it's also like i i don't know it, this one this I, is by the numbers it's, it's and they just so fucking well, nailed it it's so well crafted yeah i and i do agree that like with what you were saying brett about how the album's really diverse and they really do like kind of go into all these different styles but like there are ones that definitely feel more kind of like phoned in than others i think this one feels like tweaked to hell like they really worked on this one the like, only one I that like, i think could feel phoned in is uh i won't say like phoned in like holy like because they all sound like how they're supposed to sound yeah. but like there's Pop a couple of blues seems the most slapped together yeah I, I would also kind of say that about um mr uh, mud no, Mr. Mud. That one sounds. That one's fun. But it's, like, it's uh, really fun. But it's a uh, uh, yeah. Piss me off is kind of like you know. <laughs> That's so good. It's, but it's the okay. lyrics are so funny. It, the lyrics are funny, but that one feels more lyrically driven than like musically driven. At least like uh, this. This one, I genuinely feel like they they like they crafted this thing and spent a lot of time on it on Slurp It Up. This was but, one when when it came on in the car, I was like, Brown, listen to the lyrics on this one. <laughs> when he said I, <laughs> about the family dog bull, she was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> this is the and one. He, does, he has the classic, line, the classic memed line, or at least in the in the Yellow River circles, um, he uh, people like to point out the uh, yellow foamy formula. Line. <laughs> yellow foamy, foamy formula. formula. <laughs> Whenever I think of Yellow River Boys, I think just what I, I need to get me off. <laughs> slurp it up. But yeah. Um, yeah, this one's definitely Hall of Bangers. This is my favorite one, easily. But oh, the story I was going to tell. So, so I work in retail. Um, when I first listened to this, I just put it on. I was having kind of a stressful day. It was very busy, and uh, I was trying to get a bunch of stuff done. And uh, so, at the place that I work at the time, this was like post COVID, but like you know, we were still dealing with some guidelines and stuff. I still had, you know, I was still wearing a mask and whatnot at work, and. Uh, like this we had these uh things that a company had set up at the front of every store that were housing uh um like sanitizer sanitizer wipes yeah and it was a thing apparently it was a, their own company and i'd never seen a person from that company before they just sent them to us and it was like okay cool um so <clears throat> i remember i texted you guys about this after it happened but i was listening to slurp it up and i was putting in some stuff and I was just kind of like, you know, <laughs> bobbing and weaving to the music and just kind of not feeling too great. And this guy comes up and he instructs me that he works on the machine out front. And I was like, the machine out front? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, we have like a gate that we close. So I kind of maybe assumed he meant that or maybe the ATM by the door or something. And so I go up there with him and he's like really upset because we had run out of the wipes at my store. And we had replaced- 
the wipes that the sanitizing wipes that we were supposed to fill oh, that thing with. I see. And so what we had done was we had uh, taken a uh, hand giant hand pump of hand sanitizer and like put it on top of it so people could at least sanitize their hands if not use like a, a wipe you know and uh he was very upset that we did this um because it was his job and i when i realized that he meant that that was the machine i said the oh, hand I, pump machine yes and, and i and i said and i was like i thought you said machine and he's like yeah that machine and i went that's a very simple machine <laughs> and, and he got very upset and he proceeded and he proceeded to tell me how um he serviced he services these all around the world What's quote unquote and Wait, the, the pump tube yeah yeah well no but his was just the fucking just a thing where you pull out wipes it didn't even have the pump so it was less of a machine like and, and like two parts nick yeah, it's a very simple machine, but like either way, it's so, a set of simple machines. So he got very upset and said that he serviced uh, these all around the world, is what he told me, and then said that this is the worst one he's ever seen. <laughs> and I and I went and I told him I can live with that. <laughs> and, and, and he got very upset. And, you just let him know you've got the worst job. Yeah, <laughs> I was like what like you know and it was it was the strangest thing i thought that my boss or one of the other managers had sent this guy in to fuck with me like <laughs> like to the point where i was like i was like do you know like like this person or this person you know and it, it was just like <laughs> but like ashton kutch are gonna pop out somewhere it was really one of those moments and like and, and i was just like weird and it was and, and it's always and i always connect it back to slurp it up and uh and it's uh, <laughs> i forgot what we were talking about yeah <laughs> and, and uh it just it holds that that funny memory for me but yes all right well you guys want to move on from slurp it up to uh piss me off piss me off this so, one's so good <laughs> this is a good one i do like this one i just feel like it won't piss me off if you piss on me it's yeah i mean it's a bit it, like tim's vocals are definitely on the more uh, aggressive side on this one and uh I don't know why. I just feel like structurally, this one kind of meanders a bit for me. I mean, I like it, and I think lyrically, it's one of the funnier ones. I I think the best vocals on the album are this song in the the section where he does, "Come on, whip your dick out." Yeah, let the pee come pouring down on me. He's like, a good when he, singer. When he gets out of that range, it's like, oh damn, that that's some real singing. Yeah, he can sing. He definitely um, can. That yeah, that was something Bronan kept saying. Like, it's he's really talented. <laughs> yeah. He very much is, yeah. And like I said, lyrically, this one is very, very funny. If I had to pick a qualm with this album, it would be what you said where it meanders. A lot of these songs are so, so simple and very, like, the chorus just kind of repeats again and again. Um, and that it, is the music, though. Yes. You know, I mean, that... Um, yeah, I don't really fault him for that. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's blues. It's catchy Rock. enough and the lyrics are good enough that it, it propels me throughout the whole thing. I mean, they figured out a way to write. I think the ten songs, songs are... about piss that uh, are like all like pretty different, like sound wise at least, you know. So yeah. like, I, I can forgive them for having a couple that are like you know only like two or three minutes, and it's kind of like you know the same idea. Like, yeah, you know? and none of these are besides the last song. None of these are over like four minutes, so it's yeah. like it's easily consumed. Oh, yeah. when I got Just to like the a last nice one, I was like, pee. I was like, oh wow, this is like an epic. <laughs> it's Freebird, yeah. hot piss drinker. Yeah. You ever heard Freebird? I've heard that song before. That's by um you got you know it. You're being silly. Kansas? Oh, is that buddy. Kansas? No. Is that Boston? No. Foreigner. No. I don't know. Leonard Skinner. Oh, dude, you're gonna get canceled if you bring up Leonard Skinner. They do ride for the Confederacy. I thought they didn't. <laughs> no, I don't think they do. Yeah. <laughs> um 
yeah, piss me off. Um, I really like the chorus of this one. I really like the lyrics. Uh, it won't piss me off if you piss on me. I think that's clever wordplay. Yeah. It's brilliant in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, I like it when he says, I'm on bended knee, so come on and piss on me. Yeah. It's just good stuff. But uh, I don't have too much else to say about piss me off. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we can move on to Mr. Mud. Um, Greg this, Turkington sang this one. That was going to be my question is is if he sang that one. I kind of wish Tim would have sang this one. I like I like it, Greg Turkington. It's funny, but it's this is when it steps past it and it's like it's not really good singing and I know he's doing he it. He sounds voice. fucking gross. He it sounds it sounds, sounds like great. Mr. Mud. I, my favorite my favorite line is in the first sounds verse. Sounds like Mr. Mud. Yeah, my favorite line or is in the first verse when he just squatting like a squaw. <laughs> I, I, I will say one of my best, the best lines of the album is, if you need a deposit, not talking about a bank. If you like a runny. If you like a rank. If you like a rank. Like, this also brings in a new piece of the lore of dropping your Levi jeans. They all wear Levi jeans. I wish the, a lot of the, a lot of his singing, and I know he's doing a voice, a lot of it's, kind of pitchy you know um i think it could have been uh, if tim did it it would have been a better song but it is funnier with this guy doing this yeah i love i love the repeated reference to eating beans in this song or at first he's like down home cooking vinegar and yeah, beans. vinegar and beans but then yeah. he says later on he says two big old bowls of red beans and i'm ready for tonight yeah he's also many references to what he calls the mud club which is kind of like a, a sister club to the piss clubs I like that there's one song that's <laughs> shit. Yeah, I was gonna say if we can if we can break pretending uh that we're taking this super seriously for a second. This this is the song that almost I think we've broken twenty thousand times. No we haven't. It was hard. This is the one that like actually grosses me out. Just the the lyrics well, the about that- squatting over someone's face and Diarying into their mouth is so fucking nasty. Well, the fact that the fact too, like the, the the image and the voice that he's doing, it it is funny, but like it does gross me the fuck out, especially at the end when he's talking about how you gotta lift the seat up and crawl in and stuff, and like and it's like, <laughs> like, like see that yeah, yeah, like he's just no waiting door. down there, like it's just like <laughs> he says he's in there twenty four seven, twenty four seven. Yeah, <laughs> I do fucking love. He's like my mud is thicker, thicker than crud. <laughs> this is a fucking masterpiece. It's really gross, but it so perfectly fits my sense of humor, which yeah. is which is just which third, is grade, or third grade third <laughs> grade poop jokes. <laughs> the next song, though, uh, Truck Stop Piss Club. This, this one's is, my favorite. This is probably my second favorite. This one's my number one favorite. This is Hall this, of Bangers. You know, this one uh, upon like first listen might sound like one of those that I'm talking about, where it's uh, it's kind of structurally it's not interesting. You know, like it's it's very like by the numbers. But this one lyrically fucking kills it. Like, and and the and the lines are really catchy. It's the, it's like, the dichotomy is perfect. On Slurp It Up, between the music and the lyrics, and then on this, between the music and the lyrics, is fucking perfect. This it's one, like a really pretty happy this, song. This song this has the so darkest, like scariest it, lyrics. If it, so if it was not if it was not for the chorus being so audibly clear as to what he's saying, this is the perfect contender for playing it at like the family barbecue. I'm talk about a drug. Like, stop. stop. Piss club. Piss club, but like everything on, else club. about it Stop. is like so like deceptive in the way it sounds. Like it's like the, we we were spiral kinda, staircase. Yeah. <laughs> like he's talking about going to this that was creepy so ass fucking place where like it's just like a secret. Like it, 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 
Yeah, it's it's great. I he love sounds this. so happy about it. Yeah, going in the, the trap door and way down below. Trap door, spiral staircase, <laughs> fractured neon sign of yellow, secret code for piss floor. <laughs> Feels good to be in the know. <laughs> yeah, this is probably this is my this song it's is it. so fucking catchy. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's it's so great. It's it exit three forty one. My favorite line in the song though is when he says, "Sorry, Montana, Missouri, and Oregon." You ain't got nothing like truck stop, truck stop 341. Right, it's like, you ain't got nothing on exit 341. Yeah, yeah, that's so fucking funny. It's classic. Just the concept. Will we call this a banger? This is a, this this is, is a, this this is a golden me, shower. Yeah, yeah. golden true. shower bangs. This one might break the record for the most bangers on an album. It might. Well, no. That's These are my two. Slurp it up and truck stop. We're not really club. keeping track, or I don't think we've ever been keeping track, but haven't there haven't there been albums with more than several? There's been there's been uh, I feel like we haven't had more than like two, like yeah, uh, like per album. Like we're usually pretty reserved. Yeah, I've got at least one more on this one, nomination yeah. wise. But yeah, um, I guess we could go on to Hot Piss Blues. Uh, I I kind of agree with what you said earlier, Brett. Um, this one feels like the most phoned in. It's kind of the most forgettable. There's some very good lines. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just like I gotta lick all the piss off the bottom of my shoes. Yeah, yeah. I drank the radiator water from my grandpa's car. The radiator water line is the best <laughs> line in that in the song. Um, That's just so funny. Yeah, he, like, and it's about a guy that just can't pee. He just can't piss. Yeah, so it's like so he's upset. Uh, yeah, like, uh, well, I mean, if you were, you know, I mean, you were in this situation, you know. It's not even a thing. <laughs> I like this lyric. Search my laundry hamper and you'll find all the clues. There ain't no doubt about it. I got the hot piss blues. <laughs> yeah, I I really like the um I I really like when they do that coda chorus um after the second one I think it is when it does the hot piss blues whoa ho, ho. it's a nice uh the hot it, piss blues. it's a nice eclectic um uh assortment of voices there they sound like a really good gang of people you know like it's like yeah. it's a it, it's just yeah it's good this that's, is like you said earlier true. brett this is like piss in a bottle like the fact that they all of this came together so well yep it's the foamy formula it's it's sealed fucking, tightly it's what i need to get me off there's like there's nothing else like this it's just it's so well done it's so well put together everyone's on fire you ruin joke songs for everybody yeah uh, like when a Weird Al Yankovic really made you laugh? I've never laughed at a Weird Al Yankovic song, and I, I, I like we're, him. I we're in the him. we're in like the minority though, you and I at least. Like we're, we're yeah. we were never big on Weird Al. It's like I think it's funny that he's doing songs like that, but it, yeah. none of the songs are funny. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> and then we have people who are like a decade older than us who are just like yeah, Weird Al, and we're just and I'm like, dude, you're forty. What are you doing? <laughs> well, but I mean, they were kids when Weird Al was starting, and also they can give a shit because we like Yellow River Boys, so. Um, Amish you know. Paradise is funny. It's funny, but not that's like funny not laughing funny. Yeah, that's true. It's funny in like a title, and then I'm like, oh, you actually made the song. Yeah, I don't know. The Weird Al movie now. That's funny. What movie is that? Weird. There's the movie a Weird Al movie. Recommended to you guys uh, once a week for the last year. Huh. And you won't I've... watch because you don't respect my opinions on movies. You said it's called Weird. Have you given us a reason to though? <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't need to get into that. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. We all we every. Every night I go over to Brett's house. I got you hooked on Austin Powers. I had seen Austin Powers before we were friends. We were friends when we were six. It came out. No, we weren't friends until we were like eleven because you said you hated me. Yeah, I didn't know how to talk to people because I was at six. I didn't know you were a piss pig freak too. Played in the playground every day. Yeah, and I wasn't a piss pig freak until later. Yeah, same here. Honestly, Um, eighteen plus for piss pig freaks. By the way, everybody. Yeah, only pee with consent. Yeah. Um, 
Brett's taste in movies is I go over to his house every single night and he's watching Van Helsing. <laughs> That's a that completely wrong. Max comes, to, Max comes to tuck me in once a night. <laughs> and I'm like, you watching that. Van Helsing again? And he's like, no. I thought you were going to say like. I don't think I've seen that. that is your, that's a Max type of movie. I thought you were going to say like Bad Teacher yeah. or something like that. or you know, Bad Teacher. That is a good one. He's watching Drill Bit Taylor. Horrible Bosses too. I'm into like 2000s. Uh, we called them screwball comedies, but I think they're actually goofball comedies. Yeah. Van Wilder. Like, but no, but like the Van Wilder sequels. Oh yeah. Rise of <laughs> Taj. Yeah. Rise of Taj. Okay. Rise of Taj is a pretty good movie. Dude. I watched the first like 20 minutes of horrible bosses recently. And I was like, this is a mean fucking movie. Yeah. I remember that being pretty good, but I haven't seen it since it came out. It's like cross the line of like, like kind of like uncomfortable, a, a little more modern sensibilities. I'm like, Oh, I don't like that. You're saying all that. I remember Jennifer was, Aniston was like uh, uh, basically raping him while he was like a sec, like a sex crazed. Yeah, boss. she's like yeah. she's like sexually harassing him and molesting him like nonstop. Yeah, that's really all I remember. Yeah, I remember Jamie Fox is is pretty funny in that movie where he was motherfucker Jones. Yeah, that's a really funny <laughs> yeah. name. You know, I got to name motherfucker Jones. Like, he, he reached. I reached. In my into my mama's dress. <laughs> no, it was. And like, I grabbed a wallet. Yeah, he was like, he's like, I went in there. She was laying there naked, tired from work. He's like, and I took my hand and I reached, and they're like, oh, and he's like, I went to her purse, took all the money in there. It's like that really fucked my mom over. <laughs> it was like there was rent in there and everything. It's like that's how I got the name motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's classic. Maybe, but yeah, someone to piss on me. Yeah, I don't remember. I off the top of my head, I can't remember how this one goes. It's like a not as it it is good. I like all like the ballads, like the three ballads basically on this album. I think are all standouts. Two ballads. Hot piss drinker. That's not a ballad. That's a that's a ballad. That is not the a last ballad. song. Hot piss drinker. Yeah. It's like a it's power an ballad. It's an epic. It's like a power ballad. But so is slurp it up. Slurp it up's more of a power ballad. That's like too. saying stairway to heaven is a ballad. Sure, stairway to heaven. You could construe it as part ballad. No, you fucking can't. Well, anyway, someone to piss on me. I think it's inferior to slurp it up or hop his drinker like the softer songs or songs that have softer parts in it but it is really good i do enjoy i this think it's one. really good it yeah. just has to compete with slurp it up yeah and it is different as well it's not it just happens to be a ballad yeah it's like he's searching for someone to piss on him <laughs> which i really enjoy it's getting into all aspects of life at this point for a piss drinker and every emotion that you can have he just it, you know and i even if i can't quite remember this song i can remember the feeling of of needing someone to piss on me and the that kind of that kind of loneliness you feel when when someone's not supplying the yellow foam for you you know it's just something we can all connect with they thought of every aspect of life for a person who would have this would be a part of this yeah (laughs) well i mean there's days that you have the pee and then days that you don't have the pee yes yeah good and bad yeah true and (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, you can't, after a certain point, you're not going to appreciate drinking all the hot piss day after day after day if there's not times when you can't drink the hot piss, you know? Yeah. When that family dog bowl is empty. Right. You know, you got to, it's the give and take. I love the implication that he has a family, but is also in this seat. I love to just call him a son of a gun. The term family dog bowl. You're doing it again. The term family dog bowl. What does that mean? It's also that he's that he's hiding the it. family's dog's bowl. Yeah, <laughs> but like, why not just say the dog bowl? Because it's funnier to bring That's... up that he has a family. <laughs> yeah, that he's a functioning member of society that you wouldn't know <laughs> was a piss. Yeah, baby. there you go. Yeah, I mean yeah. that is actually pretty pretty well crafted. Then yeah. That's a good segue. 
to Piss Pig Freak. This is my other banger. Now, this is a party song. I love this fucking song. The, the fucking horns, <laughs> the horns in it are perfect, it and they're so, so well performed. They're like they're like kind of zany and like weird, and like it just sounds like a legit fucking like like horn like you know hard rock banger, and like and the fucking I I've said this before in, in like you know when we've just been talking not on a podcast but like the idea of like just calling someone or referring to someone as a piss pig freak as like as either a term of endearment or an insult is like the meanest like thing like i think that i think the word freak used in earnest is one of the like meanest weird things you could say like that's not like offensive like you know like it's like yeah you fucking freak and like and they're just like piss pig freak like you're a disgusting piss guy piss pig and you're a fucking freak but he's proud about it though yeah that's what's so good about this. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 he's not hiding it. Also, the music of this song, the chorus is so fucking good. I'm a piss pig freak. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's super fucking catchy. Piss in my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mouth. <laughs> and then that little refrain at the end when they're they're building it and the, the backup vocals are doing piss pig freak. Can I read? And he's like, it's like, maybe you'll find me down in Atlanta, Georgia. Or New York, New York. It's like I. <laughs> it's hard to talk about comedy, and we keep making pee jokes, and we're probably running it into the ground because we're not funny, like as funny as fucking this. Yes, but like somehow all of these songs are about somebody peeing in your mouth, and like still when he sings it in such earnest, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, piss eight nine songs in. Piss is a nine of ten song titles, and it's funny every time <laughs> you read it. But I want to read the lyrics to verse one. I drink the old English Gatorade of Mountain Dew and iced tea. Scotch whiskey ginger ale, no, it don't matter to me. Because when I get it into my bladder, it turns yellow and hot. Streams out of my whiz hole, right into the pot. He also, it's the second reference to dog bowls in this song as well, too. It, yeah, further yeah. establishing the, the lore of dog I, bowls are essential for, for hot piss. I'm interested, like, how much money was spent on this project how much time and thousands of dollars but it just came out of nowhere you know it wasn't like it wasn't like greenlit or like this this isn't on i don't know if it's on a label or something but like this is just something this guy did this is something that either i can see it it either took years of like working on or this was like a fiery like bout of inspiration he woke up with a fucking great idea and did it in like a month yeah i feel like it was probably yeah a bit of that (laughs) But there was obviously a lot of tweaking with the fact that like the mix and everything just sounds so good, you know. It's like, a phenomenally made album. It's also like, it. Where did it go? Where did it come from? Like, it just exists. It wasn't like marketed. He it's like p- pure he, art. His piss. Yeah, that was funny. This is. I wonder. He was right. There's yeah. probably a thousand of these albums that are out there that we have no idea of because they're not made by a high profile <laughs> comedian, you know? Maybe. Yeah, probably. But like, yeah, I, this guy's just operating on a, he's playing 3D chess with comedy. I fucking love, I typed in Urinal Street Station vinyl and it's on Discogs, the Yellow River Boys, Urinal Street Station, 2013, Piss Yellow vinyl. That's the official piss name yellow. is Piss Yellow. <laughs> Dude. Um, well, uh, but in terms of Piss Pig Freak, the last thing I have to say is the there is that one. I guess it's the third verse, but he like sings a different. It's like a break, but he does that. Um, uh, uh, just treat treat my mouth like it's a urinal pot. Just make sure that it's yellow and hot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a build up into the last chorus. 
that's that's good stuff this is the one for me it's 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 this one and i said it before chuck stop piss club and slurp it up it's it's a constant debate between like which one i think is the essential song from this album yeah piss pig freak is great i love using that phrase i wouldn't say piss pig freak is in a central or i don't think it's as essential at all as like slurp it up or hot piss those are the two or hot piss drinker because Pistic, Hot, Pistic Hot Pistic Pistic Drinker is, is a f- musical, if we want to go it's right. really fucking That is a good. fucking tour de force, like... Piss Pig Freak is like the encore for, like, the true fans. Yeah, I guess, and but wanna, I mean... You want to end on a party note. It It, it is Freebird. You know, I had like, never listened to this. The ultimate Southern rock song. Yeah. I'd never listened to this whole album until we did this. And when I got to this song, like, honestly, to be completely honest, I was, like, floored. I was like, oh, this is, like, a genuine... It's it's incredible. This is a genuine, powerful, moving work of music. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's for sure. <laughs> like when when everything picks up and like the last third of the song and there's that guitar solo and it just it just like everything like crescendos and rises. It's so it's such a powerful song and it's called Hot Piss Drinker. Get the genius note for Piss Pig Freak, the line you read. He lists several different beverage options to show it doesn't matter how it starts. The end result, hot piss, is the most important thing. <laughs> Someone notated It's that. not wrong. If you go down to the bottom, it lists the top scribes for the lyrics. <laughs> Nick, what do you have to say about hot piss drinker? Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I agree in the sense that, like, it's like this winding, moving epic, you know, and it's it's a great way. It's the clear closer for the album out of this collection of songs i really like it um you know yeah i mean like i I think it's great um it's not one of my absolute go-tos though on the album um i I just think it's a it's a good closer and it's it's cool very well performed this is the one that i heard and said this is a real fucking album like mine was real mine was slurped up on that like i was like yeah for i mean like it's for sure like they're all funny good great wonderful songs this is a that guitar solo is incredible. Yeah. This goes back to what I was saying about Slurp It Up, though, where it's like, it has like genuine, like, if you didn't speak English, like, there's like some emotive nature to yeah. this, like, where it's like, it's like, this is like some powerful music, you know? Like, it's like, you can kind of get lost in this didn't song. speak English. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, it's like, right. I, mean, I wonder how common of a word piss is. I don't know. We're pretty creative. I, with I, name I think anyone like that. that learns a, a different language will learn the swear words first. Yeah. Like, uh, puto. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, bitch? I'm not sure. Nick, do you know? No. I, I know like Chica Tu Madre. Fuck your mother? I think so. I don't know. I know La Chancla, which means the flip-flop. Uh-huh. Sandal. Is that what it means, sandal? I think, yeah. Well, um, overall thoughts? Spiel, Brett? Uh, this shit's really good. It's like so fucking funny. <laughs> I, I can listen to this any day and laugh. I yeah. can listen to it a bunch of times in a day and laugh. Yeah. I listened to this like three times yesterday at work. It's like if, if you're on a road trip, put this on a few times. We've done that. Yeah. yeah. Much to Katie's chagrin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I find there's a few comedy albums I have that are like, when I want to pass the time, I put them on. Because they make like, they make half an hour fly by. Yeah. This sure. is the most enduring comedy based album I've ever heard, I think. They're like, I remember when I was younger, my mom got me like a Tenacious D album for Christmas. And we listened to it. And she's like, but once the joke once you hear the joke, isn't it not like, why would you want to hear the song again? And I was like, well, they're good songs. Yeah. yeah. And the joke in the song makes it funnier. You yeah. Know, like, but yeah, same concept here, but this is like, it's, it's really funny how good this is. 
And like, that's most of the joke. Yeah. I love the effort, like not just musically, but like I've referred to the, the aspect of like the lore. It's like, I love that he like legit sat down and I don't know what order he wrote these songs in, but he clearly had like ideas where it was like, no, this is like a, a rule. There's dog like bowls. in this. Yes. So like, it's like, and it's there's world building. There's things yeah, world building. That's a perfect thing to say about this. Yeah. It's like, they just, I don't know. That's just, that's the extra piece that really enhances it for me. Yeah. This, I mean, all of these songs are really good. Like Southern rock songs. Uh, like this could, I don't you mean rock, 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 rock. Greg yes. Allman. That is a, uh, a uh, redundancy, isn't it? Because rock is from the South to Greg Allman. He's kind of right. All the original rock guys were from Memphis and Arkansas. Was no, he right? He, was he right about rap though? Yeah. I was about to say he was really right about, you can't spell crap without rap. Can you try it? Do it. C R A P crap. No, I can't crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would I say? So it is not, the music is not original in any way. It is, it is formulaic Leonard Skinner music. Yeah. Or, or maybe not exactly Leonard Skinner, but Black Oak, Arkansas. It's an amalgamation of that series of bands. And granted, the songs are really good versions of them. Like this could be very easily a top notch album in that genre. Yeah. Um, one element that is missing to me that I really like from that style of music is the like guitar harmonies. There's yeah, there's none of that on this, and that's a really big part to me, at least, of like the Leonard Skinner, Molly Hatchet kind of thing. Um, no harmonica either. There is harmonica. There is. Yeah. What song? It might be Hot Piss uh, Blues. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think it's in Hot Piss Blues. Um, but I mean, that's not a deal breaker at all. The the guitar harmony thing because the guitars are fucking awesome and. They totally shred. Yeah. Um, the female vocals really make it. They're great. They're a huge standout. So like, I, I, it, it's, this is hard to rate because I want to give it a hundred, you know? I've been thinking about that this But it's also time. like, I have to rate, I have, I'm including the lyrics and the humor and also the music and <laughs> we're a music podcast, right? So yeah. the music's got to be, I give it an 80. I think that's fair. Um, like I can't go lower than that. Yeah, I want to go higher. But. I've been thinking the whole th- the same time too. Like, I want to give this a one hundred, really bad, like really, 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 really bad. But I, I don't think I can because I, I didn't love we every were, second of it. If we were rating the comedy, it'd be a hundred. Yeah, as a concept, this is a one hundred out of one hundred. Yeah, if we were a comedy podcast. But I'm kind of in the same. Like, I don't, I don't really care for this kind of southern bl- blues rock. But this is super, super well done form of that it's extremely catchy ironically it's like one of the most accessible versions that i've heard of that yeah it makes me like i'm like yeah i can listen to that yeah um and it's so fucking funny this shit is so the concept of a truck stop piss club that you have to like open a trap door go down a spiral staircase the concept of of kneeling down in front of your family dog bowl and and slurping up your hot piss out of it drinking your fucking radiator water and shit yeah it's it's just so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm, I'm like in the same boat as Brett where like, I think I'd settle on like an 84 for this. Yeah. I'm pretty much like right where you guys are. I, I thought initially that when I was going to, you know, really start to get into this and like rate it how I did, I was like, I don't know how I won't give it a hundred because it's like, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh huh. You know, like, 
But then I, I kind of quickly realized where our, the, the idea of where um, I thought that there were some songs that kind of felt a little bit phoned in and like structurally, it's all pretty basic. Uh, all the things that we went over, which doesn't hinder the experience like of like, and, and I think the biggest thing that you have to keep in mind with something like this is uh, intent, you know, and obviously like the intent is like nailed 100%. Um, there are songs that like sometimes I feel like skipping. Uh, so it, it so that there's a chink there for me, like mentally where I'm like, oh, like, you know, it's it's not quite as perfect as I thought it was in terms of like just musically and enjoyment of listening. But like, I think it all kind of culminates in where it's just something that I really think is hilarious and fun and just kind of a good time. And there's so much to dig into in it. And I haven't gotten sick of it. And I've listened to it so many times, mm-hmm. you know, like over the years at this point. And I landed on an 85. Let's see what that gives us, boys. That's a pretty high score. It's I mean, an it's 83. Of, that's got to be a top five, right? Yeah, let me do the do the thing about That Bob. makes sense for us, though. Sort. It does. Album. I mean, I, I would put this above a lot of different, a lot of albums. It is for us, too. That puts it at... Where'd it go? Oh, Yellow River Boys is number seven. Number six. six. Number six. What is is it? What's above it and what's below it? Mars Volta, D. Loust and the Comatorum is above it. Chris Dane Owens, a Blue Stone is right below it. Sorry, Chris. (laughs) He'd be okay with that. I made sure to to not rate this higher than Chris Dane Owens. Yeah, it's it's 0.7 points higher than Chris Dane Owens. Yeah. You're in good company. (laughs) I'd put them on par. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the musically, it's really comparable to Mars Volta. They're both passion projects. Yeah, it's all it's all earnest. This is the territory of like earnest, well done music. Yeah, yeah. And above this is like all time fucking greats. You're right on the they're right on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. We should segmentize like. Oh wait, shit, that's not right. You know, this group is. I was like, just listening. I know that this is gonna date this a bit, but I was just listening to the Sam L episode that we released. Um. And me and Brad make that joke where you always fuck this up. Oh, Next. this part? Yes. Yeah. You always say something. And then it's always, <laughs> wait, that's not right. Like minutes later, and me and Brett were making the I think you should leave joke of like, figure out what you do. <laughs> and then said, You've had so much time to figure this out. Yeah, all summer. <laughs> Junkie, I- figure out what you do. <laughs> He does every time go, oh, wait, hang on. It, every it time. Every it's, time. Okay. it's a tradition now. The 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 in-between is the same, but it's number nine. But <laughs> you gave some excuse in that episode. <laughs> you were like, well, when it does this or whatever, and Brett's just like, figure it out. <laughs> like like know, genuine frustration you know for a second. Funny is I cut out like a minute of you guys <laughs> berating <like>, you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, the placement is the same in between Mars Volta and Christine Owens. It just, it's it's number nine. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, there you go. Well, we got a pretty big list nowadays. We have uh, 24 albums on here. 23. Right. So this is high middle. Top 10. Yeah. You want me to read you guys the top 10? Sure. Sure. From, ten, from 10 up. Oh, from 10 up. Yeah, dude, from 10 up. You already spoiled the first one, though. You kind of We all it. knew. Everybody knows. Dennis Wilson, Pacific Ocean Blue. Christine Owens, Blue Stone. Yellow River Boys, Urinal Street Station, Mars Volta, Delost in the Comatorium, Jeff Buckley Grace, Herbie Hancock Headhunters, Amorphous Tuonella, Yes, Tormato, Meatloaf, Bat Out of Hell, and Blood Ceremony, The Eldritch Dark. It's a good list. 
Yeah. It's good. The bottom three is Brett Michaels, Arcade Fire, and Lil Dirk. I feel like that'll be the bottom three forever. Be hard to find something. <laughs> you can't get less than one, <laughs> right? You gave it a one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. I give it an 18. And hey, listen, sorting shit on Google Docs is hard, okay? Do not, figure out what you do. <laughs> All right. You guys want to know what we're listening to next week? Yes. All right. Yes. I'm going to give you some hints. I'm going to start. It's a band from Rockford, Illinois. That's actually two hints because I just told you it's a band. Oh, shit. Okay. So we've only got one left. I've got, uh, it's not a three hint system. Okay. It's just a hints till you get it. I don't know. I got nothing coming in mind. All right. They would be widely classified as a power pop band. Bowling for Soup. Nope. Just kidding. I don't know. Nothing? Power pop band from, from Illinois. I don't know. Uh, their most famous album, or their breakthrough album, was, was, a, live, was a live album. No. A live album? Mm hmm. Probably, I, I would have to check. I don't know if it's their best selling album, but it was their big first big breakthrough. I really don't oh. know. I, I, I don't even know like what to guess, inkling, really. The, I, the Illinois thing is <laughs> throwing me off. I think it's because I don't know the era, you know? Like, I'm like. They're best known for their idiosyncratic image. Devo? No. Similar era. Millie Vanilli? No. Think late 70s, mid 70s, late 70s, 80s. Well, the band they I were was a very just... famous band. Nick, I, you probably, I think you've seen them live, Nick. Ario Speedwagon? No. Okay. Um, this is just going to give it away. Theme song for that 70s show. Oh, Steve Miller Band. No. Who did? Who sang the theme song for that oh, 70s shit. show? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Um, I have no idea. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm having difficulty. We're all all right. We're oh, all Cheap all Trick. All. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that was Cheap Trick. Yeah. They didn't. It wasn't the first season, but I think like season two onward. Huh. Cheap Trick actually performed the theme song. Is this Cheap Trick's self-titled Cheap yeah. Trick? Cheap Trick's first album, Cheap Trick. Okay. It's a good album. Have you heard it? I've listened to it before. There you go. I've heard songs from this You've one. I don't think I've actually listened to the whole thing. It's there. It's a weird, good album. I listened to that I want you guys, guys. To listen to. Oh, yeah. In Color. Yeah. Couple That's probably my favorite Cheap Trick. A couple explore. years ago, when you, I, you know, you've we always talked about, about it recently. You actually brought it back up to me, and I went, oh, yeah, I used to really love Cheap Trick. Yeah, I kind of dove into him because you liked him so much, and- I liked it. So everybody, listen to Cheap Trip, Cheap Trip. Sure it is. Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick. Say that five times fast. Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick. <laughs> Shit. Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick. Oh. You can't fucking do it. Nick, can you try it? Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick. <laughs> That's oh, not fast. That was, that was fast. Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick, Cheap Trick. I can't do it. I have yeah. always want. it's like always the top of my mental Christmas list, just a black shirt with the Cheap Trick logo where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, the stamp that gets fuzzier. Yeah, it's cool. I've always wanted that shirt. I thought you were going to say your mental checklist is to, is, there was going to be like a tongue twister. You started wanting that after you finally got your bad co shirt. I never got a bad co shirt. I thought you did. No. Well, I had a, I, I shared it with an ex girlfriend and it went away. And it was a live shirt with the dates on the back, which I don't really care for. I don't like, I don't like getting tour date shirts. I don't either. But like sometimes it was the bad co shirt. That's it. I think the tour date shirts classic. are cooler on these shirts that I have that are like 15 years old that still fit me. It's cool when it's yeah. a when it's a a vital band that's touring and it's a vital tour you're seeing, but not Cheap Trick in 2000 or Bad Company in 2020. Dude, my fucking probably got, a good tour. It was when, fine. <laughs> that one time we got to see Blind Guardian, I have the tour shirt and my dog's fucking stanky ass paws. She was punching me in the back to get my attention and her her like pad caught the shirt and pulled and ripped it oh dude i snagged my beach boys shirt the other day i'm sorry my wild honey that's really sad 
it's okay. It it got a little stretched out and there's a little hole down at the bottom, but I think I don't know. It just is what it is. It's it's gaining character. Shirts fall apart, sadly. They do. Just like uh, our friendship is falling apart, which is why we're ending this episode. <laughs> I would actually like to announce that this will be the last episode of uh what are we called? Now listen to this. Now listen to this. Yeah. Uh, I'm resigning because we are no longer friends. We are transitioning to uh now drink this piss. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yeah. I'll All right. still be back for cheap trick. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey freaks. Thanks for listening to Now Listen to This. If you like what you hear, you can follow and interact with us on Facebook and Twitter at Now Listen to This. Or you can shoot us an email at now listen to this podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your comments and suggestions, and we're always open to album picks from our listeners. Leave us a rating on your podcast player of choice, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever. It really helps. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. I just don't give a fuck.